0: Hornet Heaven, Series 11, Episode 1. Watch with Father. Written by Ollie Wicken, read by Colin Mace. Earth Season, 2019-2020. Part 1. Brighton and Hove Albion hello dad well here I am in my usual seat next to your old one I'm back for the new season in some ways it doesn't feel new same players on the pitch apart from one same head coach and here we are shipping hatfuls of goals again just like the end of last season except it isn't really like last season not for me You're not here. Go on, Troy! Win it! It's only the first game of the season, but I have to say I'm already starting to wonder if Habby's time is up. Lovely man, lovely football, but our league form's terrible. Is it time for a change? I'd love to know what you think, Dad. Chew it over with you. You definitely wouldn't be happy that we're 3-0 down at home to Brighton. Actually, I've been thinking about you a lot recently. I've been clearing out the old house. Been up in the loft. God, I didn't half keep a lot of rubbish. Bank statements from the 1970s. An old copper kettle. A broken football rattle. You know, the one painted yellow with Watford in black. I suppose you must have had a reason for keeping all that stuff, but... Honestly... I found a teaspoon with a Ramsgate Athletic Supporters Association badge on the handle. (laughs) I mean, why? I guess it had some memory attached to it for you. But now that you're not around, well, it's just any old teaspoon now. No value to anyone. The rag and bone man, maybe. Without you, that's all it's worth. The same as a rag. Or a bone. I'll find a home for some of the stuff. Like your stash of old Watford programs. Just a few odd games from across the years, i found. There was one from 1947, when you would have been, what, 14? One from 1959, 1960, with a spidery autograph, I can't quite read. Maybe Cliff Holton? And a couple from 1984. Games we went to together keep those two. Oh hold on, Dad. Isaac could be in here if he can No, he can't. Someone will want your old programs. Collectors. Maybe the Watford Museum. Programs are historical documents of sorts. But you know, I can't help feeling they're more than that. They were your programs. You chose to keep them. That makes them special. For some of them, it's obvious why you hung on to them. The cup final programme from 1984. Well, we talked about that day for years after. Your proudest day as a fan, you always said. I wish you could have held on for another week to see us play in our second cup final. You'd have been so proud again. But the programme from 1947 Watford Reserves versus Arsenal Reserves. Why did you keep that? It was hardly a big game, not even a first-team game. I thought your first Watford match was in 1948. Did you go to this one? You never mentioned it. I've got no way of knowing. I guess that programme must have meant a lot to you. Not the item itself, but all the memories and feelings it brought back those are all gone now though they went with you now the item's just an item oh hold on again let's just watch this free kick see if we can get a goal back shouldn't be beyond us Ah, oh. oh, pathetic grade A rubbish as you used to say anyway this clear out at home makes me hope that wherever you are now All your memories and feelings are still alive somehow. I guess I'm saying I hope Hornet Heaven really exists. Because that's what I miss when I'm clearing the old house. I miss you. I look at your stuff and it feels important to me because it must have been important to you. But I want more. I want you to tell me why it's significant. Even if it's a programme from a football match and all you've got to say is, I was there. That's a start. But there's so much more I'd love to know. Who you were with, how you were feeling, how you found the atmosphere, which players you loved watching, how you reacted to the goals. Those are the extra things we all store away as fans. That's what being a fan is. That's what being you was. Ugh, there you go. A thumping home defeat on the opening day. That's a proper mood changer. This morning I was looking forward to how well we could do this season. This evening I might just dwell on the past again in your loft. You know, Dad, I'm hoping that one day I'll find out everything Watford meant to you. Everything. If there is such a thing as Hornet Heaven, maybe you could take me to all the old games you went to, before we went to games together. Show me what they were like. Show me what you were like at the games. So, if you are in your seat and listening... Don't be upset if I pass those old programmes on to the museum or someone else. After all, Bill and Derek keep a complete set-up there with you, don't they? That's what I'm hoping, anyway. Then as for that Ramsgate Athletic Supporters Association teaspoon, (laughs) well, you just have to do without it. I'm sorry, but you will. Talk to you next time, Dad. You warns, Dad. Part 2. Hull City under-23s. Hello, Dad. I'm in my seat next to yours. I'm not sure I'm allowed to be. They don't open the whole ground for these under-23 games. I snuck into the rookery from the front. Obviously, you'll know that yourself if you're here, but are you here? Can you go to under-23 games in Hornet Heaven? Probably not. I mean, not many people seem bothered down here on Earth. To be fair, I've never been to one myself before. Today, I just felt I wanted to be here and... Oh, go on, lad, finish! Yes. 4-0. Decent. Anyway, I took the afternoon off work so I could be here. Just like you used to do when we went to midweek away games years ago. Do you remember? Picking me up from school. I'd rush out of class, into the car, and you'd drive us north on a school night. Miles north. All part of my education, you said. (laughs) We went to every single away game on that League Cup run in 1978-79. The 2-1 at Old Trafford. The 2-0 at Exeter. The quarter-final at Stoke. The semi-final at Nottingham Forest. We used to get home from far-flung parts of the country in the early hours. Best geography lesson I ever had. Those were the days. As we were roaring up the divisions. Everything was so exciting. Do you remember we went back to Old Trafford for the first leg of the FA Youth Cup final in 1982 on a school night again for a kids' match? And we won. 3-2. There was a proper crowd here at the Vic for the second leg. Cracking game. 4-4 on the night, 7-6 to us on aggregate. Our kids won the FA Youth Cup. Two days after the first team were promoted to the top division for the very first time. We were so excited about the future. And we were right to be. As things turned out. That's what really gets its hooked into you as a football fan. The future. As a fan, you can't stop hoping what might happen next. Hold on, Dad. Oh! Oh, what a volley! 5-0! A kid called a... Uh, hold on, Dad. Kane Critchlow, that was. I'd never heard of him before today. But he could be a world-beater. What am I saying? See, that's what the future does to us. Ridiculous optimism. You'd have told me not to be so daft. It's funny. What the future does to us is very different from what the past does to us. I've been going through more of your things in the loft. That's been a... Yeah. That hasn't been easy. Oh, by the way, I did some googling on that teaspoon you'd kept. The one with the crest on it, remember it? A red ram jumping over a gate with Ramsgate Athletic Supporters Association written around the edge. I found a pin badge with the same design on eBay. £27.99 they wanted for it. I mean, who'd pay that? A collector, I suppose. Or a nut job, (laughs) as you'd put it. It made me wonder if someone would pay the same amount for the teaspoon, but... I don't know. It must have had some sort of sentimental value to you. I don't know if I'm ready to cash that in. Just the idea that the spoon meant something to you. But there's some sort of story behind it feels worth more than £27.99 to me. At the moment, anyway. Sorry, Dad. I I, uh, I, probably need to spend more time thinking about the future, all the positive possibilities. I mean, we're at Everton on Saturday. A chance to get back on track after losing to Brighton. Yeah. I should focus on the next game. Javi Grazia always talks about focusing on the next game. I love Javi. I always will. Because he took us to the cup final. But then again, talking of love, you took me to those away games. You know, Dad, those trips together will always mean much more to me than how the team does in the next game. Right, there you go. The under-23s have won 5-0. How can I not be positive after that? The future is bright. I won't be travelling to Everton, Dad. We're holding a memorial service for you. The West Ham home game's next for me. And I'm looking forward to it. Javi will have turned it round. The new players will be firing. The crowd will be bouncing. Life will be fun. I know it. Talk to you next time, Dad. You warns Dad. Part 3 West Ham United Hello, Dad. We must stop meeting like this. When Watford have let in three goals at home, I mean. First Brighton, now West Ham. I reckon in future i better start chatting to you at kick-off before we have a chance to concede. Mind you, against Southampton last season... That would only have given us seven seconds (laughs) Remember? Defence like a leaky bucket You said at the time As always A pale imitation of a defence, I said As always It was never funny Especially after seven seconds But I liked our little rituals They were us Today's been a cracking game, but this will be three defeats from three. They'll get rid of Havi, I reckon. It's a shame. I've got rather attached to Havi. A bit like you were attached to your 1947 Watford Reserves programme and your Ramsgate Athletic Supporters Association teaspoon. (laughs) It'll be hard to let go. Havi will always mean a lot to me. For what he did for us last season. Oh no, watch out, this could be four. Comfortable save. Good man, Ben Foster. You liked him. I did a bit more Googling on Ramsgate Athletic, by the way. They don't exist anymore, but I discovered we played them at home in the FA Cup in 1955. Then we played them away four times in friendlies in 1960, 1961, 1962, and 1966. So I've been trying to imagine why you kept the spoon. You must have gone to one of the friendlies, I reckon. Maybe they had a clubhouse. You saw the teaspoon lying about and kept it as a memento because we'd won. And that's as far as I've got. But it's not good enough, is it? We went to loads of away games together, and you never nicked cutlery as a souvenir of those. There must be more of a story to it. I wish I knew what it was. I suppose every match has a story for football fans when you think about it. Not the story you read afterwards in the papers about what happened in the game. I mean your own personal story of everything surrounding the football. Do you remember the time you drove us to Shrewsbury in 1972? We drew nil-nil. Andy Rankin saved a penalty. On the way home, we saw the team coach at a service station. I said to Andy Rankin, well done on saving the penalty, and he said, Thanks. <laughs> it's not much of a story, but it was big for me as a seven-year-old. He was my hero, and we spoke to each other. I'll never forget it. Hold on. Capoo's about to shoot. <sighs> Wide. Look at the body language out on the pitch, Dad. It's saying, please do take my heavy away. I'll miss him when he goes. For me, he'll always be the face of the happy feelings we had last season. Obviously, the feelings came from the four wins in a row to start the season. The brilliant goals we kept scoring. The semi-final victory, taking part in the final. But, for the rest of my life, I'll only ever need to see his face and those feelings will come flooding back. It's alright for you, if you're up there in Hornet Heaven you get to revisit the games and properly relive all the feelings. Me? I'll have to make do with Javi Grazia's smile. (laughs) There it is. It's all over. We're bottom of the table with no points. But I don't feel too bad, actually. Your memorial service last week went well. And sitting here talking to you helps. It's definitely more therapeutic than Twitter. It puts things in perspective for me. All kinds of things. So, thanks for the chat, Dad. And thanks for giving me Watford. Thanks for everything. I'll talk to you next time. You warns, Dad. Part 4 Arsenal Aren't you talking to me today, son? I can't blame you. This second half has been fantastic. We've got Arsenal on the ropes. Kike's back and the place is rocking. It's so good to see a smile on your face again, son. In fact, I... Go on, Jerry. Oh, so close. It's all right. I don't mind you not talking to me today. I'm happy just to see you happy again. Caught up in the football and loving it. We'll have plenty of time to talk when you join me up here eventually. We can talk forever. It's going to be great. Come on, you ornits. We can do this. I must admit, I was hoping to hear whether you worked out the story behind that Ramsgate Athletic Supporters Association teaspoon. (laughs) You were getting close especially when you told me a story of meeting your hero Andy Rankin. You see, I got the teaspoon at the Away Friendly at Ramsgate in January 1961. It was the day I properly met my hero, Cliff Holton. The year before, he'd autographed a programme for me, but this time he'd scored yet another hat-trick, and I saw him having a cup of tea afterwards. So I went up and had a good old chat with him. Then, and here's the thing. When we finished and he wasn't looking, I pocketed the spoon he'd used to stir his tea. My hero had touched it. The big fella. I kept it and never washed it up. It meant a lot to me, that spoon. But you can throw it out now, son. Up here in Hornet Heaven, I've got the big fella himself to remind me of the big fella. Hold on, son, this is promising. Go, Go on, on Jukes. Jukes! Go on! Yes, must be! Oh. oh. If only the core had put that away. That would have been insanely good. Not half. Up here, we'd have been straight back through the ancient turnstile and taken our seats again. But it's been a great watch, even without a winner. As games against Arsenal go, it's definitely been much better than that reserve fixture against him in 1947. That was the first time I ever set foot in Vicarage Row, by the way. Since you were wondering why I had the programme but it doesn't seem such a special occasion for me now. Up here, I've set foot in Vicarage Road on the day the ground opened in 1922. Now that was special. Oh, well. 2-2. Great second-half performance. Fantastic start for Kike. All's good. I'll see you next time at the... Hello, Dad. Oh, Right. You are talking to me. Hello, son. What did you make of that? Brilliant, wasn't it? Barnstorming. It was like a gust of fresh air. A hurricane of fresh air. It felt totally different. We're going to be all right this season. Hello, hello. The future has got its hooks into you again. I mean... I felt sad about having going, but after that second half... Have he who? <laughs> I've forgotten him already. Don't be daft. You were telling me his face would... Anyway, Dad, just so you know, I took a decision and I got people to come and clear out the old house last week. Clear it all. Good. That's what I was trying to tell you when you were talking to me before. I wanted you to move on. I felt I had to... move on. I'm glad. I gave your programmes to Watford Museum in the end. And your teaspoon to a collector in Ramsgate. A teaspoon collector? Must be a nut job. A nut job, probably. (laughs) Anyway, I've got to go. I'll talk to you next time. You horns, Dad. Hmm. You horns, son. For eternity, son. You horns. The end. The next episode of Hornet Heaven will be series eleven, episode two. The reset. Hornet Heaven was created and written by Watford fan Ollie Wicken. It was read by Watford fan Colin Mace. It was produced by Watford fan John Mooney. Music by Watford fans Steve Joy and Jeff Wicken.